0: Motivation is useless without execution. And execution is impossible without clear vision. And clear vision is unattainable if your brain is running in 100 different directions. Welcome back to ColorPod with Kazid. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. Today's topic is a lot of fun. It's something that I have been putting a lot of thought into and something that I feel like a lot of my audience is just aware of. Every time I do a video or I'm talking to you guys, people talk about like, you know, there's a lot of passion. We love this. Like you come in with such an energy. And I just feel like that is just something that I personally think is part of my DNA. My dad is no different. So that's all we learned. Like we grew up with that. And I also got to meet a lot of people that say that they're kind of lacking that, they never had that. So is it something that just can't be learned or is it something that we can learn and then use it to our advantage? So what I want to do in this live is that I structured it in a way where we're just going to kind of go through different things about motivation, what it is and like, how can you spot it? And then we're going to jump into like, what happens when we do get motivated? Like, what does it do to us? and then where to go from there, a plan of action. Okay, so this is gonna be a fun one. Look at the new merch. I'd rather be a trendsetter and fail miserably than following everyone else. So something that I deeply believe in and I'm super pumped to have it. Let's talk about, Types of motivation. There are two different types of motivations. Okay. So let's start with the short term motivation. And that is, I watched a video on YouTube and I'm super juiced. Like now I want to go do something with my life, right? Or I heard this thing from somebody and now I'm just like, oh my God, this would be great. Like if I can implement it and, you know, that is the thing that like gets us juiced right in that moment. Or you go to a mastermind, which is the classic example, right? Like you go and listen to somebody like, you know, Tony Robbins or whatever, and you come back and you're like, life will never be the same because now I wanna do X, Y, and Z. Or the modern day version of that would be listening to a podcast. Like we're working out, we're listening to a podcast and we're like, oh my God, I just got seven new ideas that I'm gonna implement and things will never be the same. So that is the short-term motivation. You get that energy boost, but how do you utilize it? Like, where do you go from there? And then the long-term motivation would be family. So personally, I can just talk about things you know that I know. And uh, growing up in a family like where all of our conversations were around like the future. Like, what are you gonna do when you grow up? Like what's going on with you? Like my every dinner table, we would sit down and my dad would be like, all right, son, what's going on? What are you thinking? And it wasn't so much as just like answer me, right? It was a very nurturing environment where we basically, Like just, he developed like these entrepreneurs, like, you know, the way the culture was like in the house and we love talking about it. So then the second aspect of long-term motivation would be friends. And my closest two best friends are my brothers. So my brothers are the same exact way because we bred from that DNA. So anytime we're talking about it, we're we're talking about like, what's going on with you? Well, what, this is what's going on with me. I'm trying this new practice in my business. I'm doing this, that, and the other thing. And it's not always business. It could be a family thing. And you would be like, dude, I'm reading this book about parenting and it's a lot of fun and I'm picking up this thing and that thing. So then, you know, that's kind of trickling into that, like, you know, friend zone and then, exercise. When we work out, it's only good for your body, for your soul, right? There's nothing wrong with it. There's no negative aspect to exercising. So that is the motivation that can just keep you going. And the one thing that always recenters you, and then routine, having a routine, some sort of routine. I'm not a crazy maniac about routines. I mean, a lot of my videos that you guys watch, like up there, like it'll say 4 a.m. And I am pulling an all-nighter, like doing that. So But what I did notice is that every time I am sort of like a loose schedule of like maybe going to bed at 1 a.m. and waking up at 8 a.m., I feel better. I feel better than say going to bed at 4 a.m. and waking up at noon. Like, you know, so that just kind of throws me off. So having that loose schedule, but something that kind of just is familiar, okay? But the thing is that growth surges like big hockey sticks happen with short-term motivation and not long-term motivation type that I just mentioned here. Why? Because when you are getting information from a video or from a podcast, these guys are not your friends and family. Your friends and family are not talking about these things. These things are coming from somebody else who's making millions, billions, or raising the best kids or whatever it might be, you know, their domain. You're hearing information from those people, like from the creme de la creme. And for you to get that burst, like that boost, you have to kind of channel it the right way. And if you don't, you're gonna blow a gasket, right? Like we we tend to do too much, and that's the name of the the title of this live, right? Like don't do too much all at once, or else like you're just gonna quit everything. I wanna look at now motivation ingredients, right? And that's something that I'm calling it. And I just came up with it and I thought it was very interesting to share. Motivation is useless without execution and execution is impossible without clear vision. And clear vision is unattainable if your brain is running in 100 different directions, right? So that is sort of like the the motivation ingredient that just has to, the sauce needs to be right or else the whole thing falls apart. So now further, delve into it, right? So we got motivation versus discipline. There's a lot of like things that I see on the internet, like that people kind of pin them against each other. It's like, nah, man, I would take discipline over motivation any day. They're not the same thing because motivation is the reason you wanna wake up. That's your North star. That's the thing that you're living for, a bigger purpose. Whereas discipline is just like, I'm told to do this, I'm just gonna do this because that's what I'm supposed to do. So discipline doesn't bring happiness. Motivation, on the other hand, brings a lot of happiness. I mean, think about a kid uh, who hates waking up to go to school, but on Christmas morning, he will be up before everybody else. He's gonna be like waking his parents up, right? Like get up, What? what is that thing? That's that motivation, he's pumped, man, he's charged. He's like ready more than you are, right? So that's just that thing and we can see that. But what happens? When we're adults and we get too excited, our brain starts like going at 400 miles an hour and we can't keep up with it. And that's where the problem happens, right? Like we just can't sustain that motivation and it's really easy to just blow it. And you're just like, ah, things are just good the way they are. When you know that they're not, you can make them better. So here's a plan of action that I would provide. And the things that I wanna talk about here are just going to be, very personal to me that are happening right now, especially on the business end of my life, okay? So I just kinda wanna share those failures. It's just gonna be so much better than like me regurgitating something that I read in a book. So I've been listening to like these guys, Colin and Samir. They have a podcast, they have a YouTube channel, and they bring in Uh, top creators like YouTube creators, Instagram, like basically social media creators, they bring those guys on and they interview them and they deep dive. They ask them like specific questions to like, what does it take to run a massive channel like this? How big is your team? What is your overhead? What are you doing? Are you in the weeds or are you in the clouds? What is really going on? And they ask these questions. And the one common theme in those interviews is that everybody says, Yes, we have a team. We have a team and we have editors and we have this and we have that. And then that's what allows us to live in the cloud. And when I listened to that, I was just got so juiced, so pumped. I'm like, things are going to change now because my biggest strength for my brand has been that I am the one man show, okay? I write scripts, I shoot my videos, I edit my videos, I post my videos, I send a newsletter, I put up ads for my launches for my product, I I work on my product from start to finish my masterclass. I do it all and I've been doing it for ages, like all the Instagram stuff, like I've been doing it for a very long time. And the problem with that is it doesn't leave me to do anything else. It was good for like year one, year two, I'm trying to establish. Four years in, I'm exhausted and I'm missing out on so many amazing opportunities in my life because I'm just checked out because I need to do this. And not to mention business opportunities that I'm leaving on the table because I'm just, there's not enough bandwidth. I can't be here and be here at the same time all at once. So I'm like, let's expand the team let's hire some people let's let's just listen to the pros and then let's execute one of the one of my strengths are that I don't just listen and consume I execute learn and apply you guys know my merch like you know like you gotta you gotta hear something you gotta do something about it so I'm just like okay Done. So I start with like hiring a a short guy, like somebody who can cut my shorts. So I hire one editor, he's cutting my shorts. I'm absolutely loving it. I go and hire another editor to cut my shorts. And now we're working on that. I go and then hire an editor for my YouTube videos. I go and hire another editor. Now we have two shorts editors, two long form YouTube editors. And then I'm just like, what else can I do? And I go and I hire a packaging guy, somebody who can do my titles and thumbnails. And then I'm like, what else? And then I go and hire two sound mixing guys. So while my editors are working on those long form videos, they can just you know shoot out to my mixers and then they can start doing their stuff. And very soon what I realized is that Monday through Friday, five days a week, my main job went from creating content to managing a staff. And it took so much out of me that after critiquing and giving them feedback, I was basically done for the day. And injury to insult was that, uh, before I get into that, like I just wanna make sure that I'm hitting all my uh, all my points because I don't wanna miss anything because it, it just, it, it makes a lot of sense. It builds into a thing. What does that mean? Where are we getting at with this story? Where we're getting at is that I was doing too much all at once. I got motivated. Right. So, like, that's why I'm saying like I want you to learn from my personal failure that's happening right now. So, doing too much, to listen to all this information, processed it. Let's go execute on it. It started executing on it. Everything else is right, like on that sauce, on that, on that ingredient list. Everything else is correct. The thing that's wrong is the too much all at once part. Okay. So what that started doing is that we went from producing the the goal was simple. I want to put out twice the amount of content and I want to free up my schedule so I can work on the big picture stuff. Sponsorships, creating a next course, like things that I wanna focus on right now that people have been asking me for. So that's what I want to do, but the opposite was happening. So then I'm just like, okay, what do I have to do to fix that? And the way I went about like fixing it is that anytime I'm in a situation like that, I look at things objectively, I take out the emotions, right? Like we're always just like, We let the emotions come in and and ride that, like right around that edge of just like objectivity, right? And they just let us make bad decisions. And to help me be objective is like, I look at the numbers, I look at the data. I just let the data tell me what what the hell is going on. So I'm looking at the data and I'm going, hmm, interesting. What I was doing on my own, putting out one YouTube video a week. So now we're putting out one YouTube video every three weeks. That's very interesting. I am thousands of dollars out working with all these different people do different things, but now the video is coming out every third week. So I'm actually losing market share because now people are going to other up and coming colorists and watching their content. They're not watching my content because it's not coming out and it's not even on me. I have already shot the videos. So now we're behind schedule. And then more importantly, I have time to do nothing else but to like be here and just like work with these guys trying to focus on the thing that I hired him to do to give me the flexibility to do other things. So you get what I'm saying? So I'm just like, okay, that needs to change. And the way I went about changing it is pretty simple. Let's start with people that are requiring the most amount of feedback. That's not a good fit. That's not gonna work. I'm sorry, we gotta go in the different direction. Cut, okay? And then I went with people that were actually really good editors, but were just demanding more time And it was just like, that's also not an option. Like that's not an option. That doesn't work in this world. You could be a great, perfect editor cutting movies, but you work on your timeline. You take four months to do that. I need somebody to turn around a YouTube video in three days, okay? That's just a requirement in here, in this business model. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, it's fine. Cut those people out. And right now what we're left with is this. We have one YouTube editor, long form editor, We have one real editor, short form editor, and we have one packaging guy, person that helps me do thumbnails, okay? So we're left with a team of three, and then I basically do the rest of the heavy lifting, whatever is necessary. And here are the results of focused motivation, okay? So again, think about this, like we're learning from our mistakes, we're correcting it, we're course correcting as we go, And then once we focus our energy and our motivation, results are this. My YouTube numbers are up. My Instagram numbers are up. I'm available to genuinely communicate with my community instead of just like, yo, thumbs up emoji, TYs. Like now more is happening because I'm actually available to look at your comments, look at your DMs and actually respond. And then this is week three of us doing podcasts again. So podcast was something that just gave me a lot of juice. I I love talking to people and communicating with people this way and having this connection. And when that was missing, I just felt like I don't even have a community. I don't know what I'm doing and what I'm doing it for, but doing this brings that purpose back for me. And that started happening again. We right now have four videos in the can, like we're four videos ahead, which means that's one month worth of YouTube content. Okay. And we locked in a sponsor for our upcoming videos. So that's something that I wanted to do for a very long time. But again, I'm very particular with like the type of people I work with too. So like, if I'm gonna have a sponsor, it's literally not for the money, it's for somebody that, a brand that I really, really believe in. And that's my way of like giving back to the community because usually, I work out a deal where we just get, we squeeze those companies the most. So whether it's like two months of free trial for something or three months off on whatever thing, or 30% off, like I'm gonna try to get the best deals and products that I've been using and I'm like, other people should use it too. But if you're gonna go through my channel, you're gonna get that. So anyways, what I'm saying is like, all of this happened in the last month, in one month. So just by taking loose motivation, short-term motivation, It started taking action on it and then failing hard and then course correcting and then coming back around. And in one month, looking at the data and looking at the numbers, it's kind of mind boggling what could happen. Now imagine running with this, like taking this and implementing it consciously like every day into your lifestyle you will not just be winning in the game of business, but you will be winning like in the game of life. Like you will be happier because now I can see the light on the other side that in the next two, three weeks, I will be getting to a point where I just have like more time. I can close my shop at 5 p.m., 6 p.m. and just like enjoy, like just, be available. Like one of the things that my wife and I used to do is like watch our shows, right? Like, so just wind down and watch something like one or two episodes episodes of something that hasn't happened in months. This doesn't sit well with me. It's not cool. So I'm trying to like gain some of those things that actually eternally make me happy make her happy. And and just like in general too, like if I wanna go hang out with my parents, I don't wanna be looking at my watch. If my brother says he wants to come over, I don't wanna be like, I can't, I don't have time for you. Like I, I can't do this right now because I'm in the weeds, I'm doing these 10 million things. And I also like to talk about things that are current and that are happening in the moment, because I feel like the impact that we're feeling when we're going through it is just so raw instead of being too calculated. And I think, the truth and and the real stuff comes out from that. And even for the listeners, people that are listening, because you know, th- there are hopefully moments that you can even hear my frustration and my pain of like what I just said, what I just went through. By no means I'm saying that I got it nailed in, like and I know exactly what I'm doing, because yesterday I came this close to like blowing a gasket. And I just basically midday, I just like shut down my computer, I grabbed my Kindle, I grabbed my book. And I just drove to a park by my house and I just spent five hours there just reading. Because, And I told my wife, I'm like, hey, no tasks, nothing. I'm off the clock. Obviously she was like, I'm with you. I got you, it's all good. It's just that what was necessary. And that happened yesterday. So again, I'm just sharing like, hey, this is not something I'm just like, yo man, I'm like bulletproof. Like I figured this out, you go figure your life out. I'm just sharing that these things will consistently happen in life. Next week's podcast, I'm gonna be sharing something else, like, you know, some failures, some wins, like that is just part of life. But what's more important is that how can we curate and journal the good and the bad and kind of look at it objectively again, looking at that data and going, what can I take and what can I ditch, right? And how can I implement it to gain that extra second in life? Like, you know, I uh, my first job ever was like, working for a motorsports company, shooting documentaries, mini documentaries. That was a super cool job. And uh, basically run and gun, predator role, I'm shooting it, I'm editing it, I'm doing all those things. And what it really helped me do is that it just slowed down the world for me, right? Like in my head, like I can see everything. Like I learned the value of time because when they're driving and they're gaining every single inch and every hundredth of a second, it all matters. It all matters. And what I learned from it is just that we can't take time for granted. We can take a lot of t- a lot of things for granted and like really go easy on a lot of things, but time is one of those things that you just have to kind of keep an eye on. And a lot of stress and a lot of these problems, not being motivated, being depressed, high anxiety, overthinking, a lot of it comes from like, oh my God, I'm losing time. I'm getting older or I'm losing time or what's going on and I should have been here, there, um, but but I'm right here, right? Like, why am I not here yet? So I feel like with these things that I'm sharing or what I want to continue to share with people is just like my own troubleshooting little steps, right? Like I'm stumbling over some things and I figured something out and I'm like, I wanna share it, I wanna share it. Motivation is just something that literally me my brothers, We just have it in abundance. Anybody that we talk to, we get them so freaking juiced. We're always juiced. We're always like this. We're always hyped. We're always like, let's go, 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 go. Like more, 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 more. Whatever it is, let's go all in, right? If I'm gonna play FIFA, if I'm gonna get back in FIFA in one month, I'm gonna drop like about 1500 bucks on my ultimate team. It's gonna be the best, best, best ultimate team you can have. I'm gonna learn every single thing. I'm gonna be watching every single tutorial on FIFA Ultimate Team, get into the crevices and just go in and out, go in and out. And I'm just like, man, like I just, I squeezed everything out of that, right? Like when I was, everything comes with a mission. Like nothing for us is ever like just this chill, like laid back thing. So everybody works differently, but here I just kind of wanted to take you guys through, let's break down different things of about motivation. What can we take from it? How can we attack it? You know? And again, like one of the things that I don't want you guys to fall into that trap of just like motivation versus discipline. Like motivation is empty and discipline is legit. And you know, they're not the same thing. They, they work together. Like if you're disciplined and if you're motivated, killer combo, super, super crazy combo, right? Like my masterclass is the craziest thing that I've ever created, 30 plus hours of like content. And it was created from start to finish in seven weeks. Today, when I think about it, I'm like, how the hell did I do it? I can't do it today. I'm like, what had gotten into me? Who was that person? The moxie, the stones on that guy. How did he freaking do this in seven weeks? I don't even think I can do it today. But it was discipline meets motivation at the perfect time. That intersection and it just turns into freaking ultimate explosion. I'm going to look at some questions, guys, and then we're going to wrap it up. Sasha is saying, uh, she's a FCM member, let's go. She's saying satisfaction of getting things done calls for more motivation too. That is very true. So like, it's just a reward system, right? Like if I'm gonna do something and if I'm gonna be rewarded, I wanna do it again. I totally agree with you, Sasha. If I'm getting an eye fatigue, what should I do? For eye fatigue, walk away, right? So just take a 10, 15 minute break, come back and uh, see what happens. Like you should feel a lot better. Uh, you, you shouldn't be glued to your screen uh, to a point where your eyes are burning. So that's another thing that I'm seeing here that failure is part of the process. Yes, failure gets me juiced more than anything else. Like I'm not even kidding because I'm not saying that's the only thing that I want in life, but when you're winning and then there's like these little hiccups that happen, they're so good to keep you grounded, right? Because it's so easy to just start feeling invincible and just keep pounding on your chest and you're like, ah, like I'm unstoppable. I can do anything. I can make a video about anything. Like I can say anything. I love like when it just like, boom, you get a little tap of reality and it just keeps you grounded. More importantly, again, if you're an analytical person, you should just like look at your failures and go, huh, what changed? What changed? What were we doing before that worked? What are we doing now that's not necessarily working? What can we bring back from the past and still keep moving forward? Let's try that. And then you try that for two weeks. A lot, another thing that people do is like, when they want to try something, they try it for half a day and then they go, oh, I'm not meant for this. That doesn't work, right? Like, I mean, we have people in our masterclass that just like, they get harsh critique for two weeks straight, and and they wanna throw in the towel. They're just like, hey man, deuces, like I'm I'm just gonna bail from this thing because uh, I, I think I'm good. And it's just like, yeah, that's where you become somebody. Like when you go past that phase, like where it hurts, like when you're just like, oh, like what is this? Right? One of the things that I used to get all the time, just because I look young, like when I started putting out tutorials about color grading in the beginning, all these grandpa colorists were just like absolutely shitting on me everywhere. And it's because they're just like, who the hell does he think he is talking about color grading like that? Without even watching my videos, they're just like, his ways are wrong. Did you see the video? No, I just know it. Like I listened to this guy, who the hell does he think he is? He's wrong. Cool, but did you actually watch the content? No. He's wrong. Like, you know, it's just like, but even then, what I took from it is just that I never want to give these fuckers a reason to prove me wrong. That's not going to happen. So, what's going to happen? What's going to happen is that I'm going to go so deep into the stuff that I'm doing, I'm going to pull up a user manual and I'm going to read those 100 pages that you don't want to read. And when I'm making a video for you, I'm going to cover everything all the loopholes, everything in between. I'm gonna do all that work for you. I'm gonna make it entertaining. It's gonna have cool music. It's gonna have like epic visuals. It's gonna have it all. And then on top of it, it's gonna have the research that's gonna make those nerds, their brains go freaking, what the fuck is going on? And I'm just like, this is how I'm gonna beat them at their game. So I took that negative energy and turned it into a freaking jet fuel for myself. And I'm just like, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. So you can always look at these things how can you flip it on its head, right? Or you can look at it and just get defeated. The reason why I get so passionate about like bully the bullies is because there are so many people that their dreams are being crushed by these anonymous 76ers, right? Because like I can handle them because I work hard, I got the clout, I got the freaking pedigree to show who I am and what I do. So it doesn't matter to me. You come at me, I'm gonna put you in your place or I'm just gonna ignore you, block you, move on. But there are a lot of people that are trying to come up that don't have such a strong spine. And when these keyboard ninjas come in and they destroy them, they, they spew hate and they say all these things, somebody in India who's trying to start a YouTube channel and trying to do something and trying to come up, they will absolutely just choke the, the life out of them with those comments. And that is the reason why I make those things public. Like I take their shitty comment with like a crazy answer and I post it on my social media platforms to blast them, to like literally pull those people out and make and normalize it that, hey, it's not okay. Like it's not okay that you're gonna come to my channel, take out my gas and just like literally beat me to a fucking pulp and I'm gonna be cool with it. I'm just gonna be like, oh yeah, man, like I hope you're having a good day, man. We don't fucking do that to our own people. Like, you know, if like my brother talks to me a certain way, I'm just gonna be like, hey man, that's cool, but back off. Like, let's talk about it. What's going through your head? So who the fuck is this random anonymous 87 that I'm gonna have to listen to and go, that's okay, man, how can I help you? Like, can I get you tea or something? You know what I mean? So there's like, there's a fine line there. Like there are times when you gotta show compassion. It's cool. But then, like I'm saying, I get very passionate about it because I know that so many people's dreams have been crushed by these snakes. And... uh Somebody's gotta do something about it. I don't know how we ended up on that topic, but hopefully there was still something that you guys got out of it. Guys, this was fun. Hope you guys enjoyed it as much as bringing this message to you guys. Like this was just a lot of fun to talk about these kind of things. I'll see you guys next week. I think we'll, we're gonna do another interview, but if you guys have any suggestions, like what kind of topics we should cover, you can always DM me. Most of you also have my email address too. So like just email me directly too. I read all of that stuff. We're gonna wrap it up. Like a lot of stuff is coming in, but a lot of it is just all love. So love you guys back. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a review. It helps so much. Subscribe to the podcast for more content and I will see you in the next one.